Kia from your Every Nation Southside family here in Papatoitoi, Auckland. You are now listening to a podcast from our church service and we pray that you will be blessed by it. For more information, please visit our Facebook page or feel free to contact our church office. My name is Leo. I'm one of the campus leaders with our church and i um, been doing campus ministry for about seven years now and uh, we run a campus ministry here at, at AUT Manukau and also at University of Auckland. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's an honor and it's a joy to share with you this morning. So we're carrying on with our 10 series. And um, so I just wanted to note that we're actually not sharing the 10 commandments in order, just so you know. <laughs> so you don't share to your friends like the sixth commandment is about murder, but actually the sixth commandment is about adultery. <laughs> Uh, Pastor Te'olu will be talking about adultery, but today I'll be talking about the Eighth Commandment, which is, you shall not steal. Cool. Anyways, um, <clears throat> uh, so yeah, we're carrying on with the Ten Commandments. Um, you know, the Ten Commandments are still relevant for today. Uh, the Bible actually says that God's law or His commandments are written in every human heart. But you see, the truth is, is that not everyone obeys God's commandments. I mean, the Ten Commandments actually convicts us that we're in need of a Lord and Savior, our Lord Jesus. Um, I love using the Ten Commandments because, you see, the Ten Commandments is such a um, powerful, um, you know, God's laws are so powerful because it silences every mouth and it proves that no man or woman has any excuse for their sin, really. <laughs> um, you see, we all have sinned and we've fallen short of God's glory. But thank God he has made a way out from the serious consequences of our sin. Praise God for Jesus, right? Amen to that? Yeah. Um, you know, I use the Ten Commandments all the time when I'm sharing the gospel on campus. It's such, you know, it's God's law, and it convicts the heart, and it brings people to salvation. It brings people to faith. My encouragement to you this morning is that, you know, um, I pray that the Eighth Commandment, would, you'd have a clearer understanding of the Eighth Commandment so that you can apply it when you disciple your friends and families, when you're engaging your lost friends and families uh, this morning. So let me pray before I start, cool? Uh, Lord, I thank you for this morning, God. Um, I thank you for your word. I thank you that um, you're going to speak to every nation south side this morning, Lord, and I pray, God, that we wouldn't just hear this word and do nothing about it, but Lord, we would apply it to our lives. Lord, I even pray right now, God, that um, every nation south side will be a people that would make disciples for you, Jesus, because life is short, and uh, eternity is forever, and people everywhere are dying spiritually without you, Jesus, and I pray, God, that we wouldn't um, take it lightly, but we would do it because we love you, and we know that you first loved us, and I pray this right now for all our people, God, and we all say... Amen. Awesome. Awesome. You shall not steal. Exodus 20, 15. You shall not steal. You know, before I became a Christian, I used to steal all the time. <laughs> I think the first thing I stole was $20 bills at my workplace. And uh, what I used to do was like, you know, when no one's watching, you know, I'll just take out, uh, I'll just take $20 out of the till and put it in my sock. <laughs> Yes, I did steal. I had a, I had a bad past. Um, <laughs> I used to steal uh, Pokemon cards and Pokemon toys. There you go, it's up there. Pokemon cards and Pokemon toys at a retail store. I won't name that retail store. And uh, now I work for that, oh, I used to work for that retail store. 
And um, I actually blame my twin brother for that. He's actually here right now, my identical twin brother. Um, he, he influenced me. Vincent influenced me <laughs> to steal stuff. Hey, Vincent. Nah, sad. I'm just kidding. Um, you know, but the funny thing is, is that, you know, if I got caught, right, all I had to do was just run past my identical twin and the cops would catch him and not me. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, that was my rebellious days. I don't do that anymore. So <laughs> praise God that he's changed me. Um, why do people steal? Um, I guess because it feels good. I, you know, I didn't grow up in a Christian upbringing, but I'll be honest with you. I stole because I didn't see that it was wrong at all. Because to me, God didn't exist. And because if God doesn't exist, then ultimately there's no right and wrong. I can just choose what I think is right and wrong. And you see, most people actually believe that because most people who don't believe in God actually believe that stealing is not wrong. But the thing is, the truth is God is real and God's laws do stand whether you believe it or not. There's still consequences because what you sow is what you're going to reap. You know, whether it's $50 or 50 cents from someone else's, you know, pocket you, and you take it from them and, and they don't know, it's still stealing. I mean, why do people steal? I think, uh, you know, when someone steals, um, that person in essence is saying that he doesn't trust God, uh, that he will provide for his needs. Uh, and sometimes people steal things because they want much more than they need. You know, by stealing, um, you know, we, we're telling God that what he has provided is not good enough. But you see, the truth is God is good, and he is good enough, and he does provide everything that we need. And, um, you know, the unique thing about this eighth commandment, you shall not steal, I want to just uh, address is that it says, it says here, a good case can be made that the eighth commandment, do not steal, is the one commandment that encompasses all others. You see, how does, how does uh, you shall not encompass the other commandments? Well, murder is the stealing of another person's life. Adultery is the stealing of, of another person's spouse. Coveting is the desire to steal what belongs to another person. Giving false testimony or lying is stealing justice, and so on. And so, you see, this commandment is unique in another way because it is the only commandment that is completely open-ended. All the other commandments are very specific on certain things. But stealing, you see, can, can, you can steal someone's reputation. You can steal intellectual property. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's open-ended. The definition for steal is the Hebrew word ganab. I think that's how we pronounce it. I'm, I'm not a Hebrew scholar, sorry. <laughs> um, I think it's ganab. So it's, it means to carry away, to be bought by stealth, uh, deceiving, or kidnapping someone. And the Oxford Dictionary defines steal, the criminal form, a.k.a. theft, as taking another person's property without permission or legal right and without intending to return it. Yes, so borrowing can actually be stealing if you don't return it, right? <laughs> um, okay, see, this is God's perfect law. It's a foundational truth. Whether you believe in God or not, it's a foundational truth. It's his perfect law, and it's also, it also represents his perfect love for mankind. Uh, the question is, how is this law an expression of God's love for his people? Because God loves us, because he loves you and I, he instituted this law to preserve 
and protect the property of each person. Okay, this commandment recognizes that the Lord owns everything in heaven and on earth. Psalms 24 says, and only he can give it or take it away. Therefore, no man must repressively enslave or kidnap his fellow man or usurp the rights to property he has not owned or been given. We're just going to look through quickly uh, Exodus 22, uh, 1 to 15. I'm not going to read through that. I'm just going to um, go th- uh, just summarize it. So, uh, obviously, God presented the, you know, his commandments through Moses with the tablets. And, um, and so now this is just a continuation of how the commandments are going to play out uh, with the Israelites. And so the book of the covenant begins a set of laws that have to do with theft and restitution. This is where the word for steal in the Eighth Commandment comes into play. In most cases, the objects being stolen are animals, such as ox, uh, donkey, sheep, or even a coat. Um, you know, obviously today, you know, a car, a house, um, you know, um, your home and contents stuff. So God prohibited stealing because these animals are the means of economic support. See, this command is given to protect the means of, the, of livelihood and production, as well as to support the food and clothing needs of each member of the community. So evidently, the eighth command is an expression of God's love for the welfare and livelihood of the people. You see, and when we steal, you're not just stealing against each other. We're actually stealing, in essence, God. Because remember, God owns everything. And that's why, you know, it's wrong. Um, I'm going to go through three main points about stealing. And uh, I mean, I I know there's many other... uh, ways to express the understanding of, you know, what stealing is, but I'm just going to go through three main points. Number one, stealing is sin. Stealing is sin. Uh, Stealing is sin regardless of the reason. This is true even if it is caused by a legitimate need. Here are some examples of stealing. So, we can steal people's reputation. Uh, that's talking bad about someone's good name. You know, maybe it's through gossip, maybe you're slandering them, uh, or maybe libel. Uh, Libel meaning uh, statements published about the person. Maybe it's on Facebook. Did you know that these days, oh man, social media, people can write the most harshest things and, and, and the most cruel things and really break people's good name. And, um, that person's reputation can almost never be restored. We can steal people's dignity. Example, humiliating, you know, humiliation, especially humiliating someone in public. And uh, yeah, that's, I, I think that's one of the lowest forms of, of, of stealing, you know, stealing someone's dignity. Uh, stealing a person's trust. Uh, what, I'm, what do I mean by stealing someone's trust? Deceiving someone. Uh, remember, I shared the definition of, of stealing, uh, ganab, the Hebrew word, and, and, and the definition of that is to deceive, you know, uh, whether it's through selling property, selling a house, and not uh, telling the truth about the, the faulty foundations of that house, uh, or maybe you're stealing someone's heart, uh, proclaiming that you love the person, and, you know, you want to marry the person, but really you're deceiving them, and the Bible says this, the Bible defines that as what does it define it as? Defrauding. Defraud a brother or a sister. 
And then another way of deceiving, you know, stealing someone's trust is uh, plagiarism, you know, stealing someone else's written knowledge. Also, stealing can be intellectual property rights, uh, downloading movies, music, or even software without paying for it. Yes, that is stealing without paying for it. Why? Because you're discouraging people from being creative when, they, when you don't respect intellectual property rights. Yep, <laughs> I'm convicted about that too. And, and you know, I, I know, yeah, it's wrong, it's, it's, it's wrong. Uh, bringing home supplies from the office without asking, really. <laughs> for example, you know, paper for your child's school needs. Yeah, international, oh, sorry, international. In intentionally not giving salary to employees because the company should profit first. Not paying your debt on purpose, your student loans, your mortgage or whatever. Not returning what you borrowed because you like the item. That's stealing as well. Using company time for your own gain. Selling a product that is not in its proper or promised weight or content. Uh, keeping what you found without an intention to look for the real owner. Finders are not keepers, sorry. <laughs> uh, stealing from people without, sorry, stealing from people with a reason to give to other people. It's funny because I was actually talking about that with Tyler today in the morning and she was sharing about that same situation too, you know, like when she was walking out of a, of a checkout, she was checking out something from a store and the, the, the lady said, hey, um, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you this product for free. Just don't tell anyone, you know. It's kind of like trying to be like Robin Hood, you know, just trying to steal something from someone else and give it to them. Yes, that's wrong, okay. <laughs> um, and then uh, not giving your tithes to God. Yeah, Malachi 3.8. You see, God ultimately owns everything. And uh, we, as human beings, we're, we're stewards of it. We're stewards of what God's given us. Nevertheless, what he gave to each one of us are considered as our properties. And so because of that, he considers our ownership of these properties as sacred and therefore ought to be protected. Okay, so stealing is sin. Number two, stealing has no excuse. <clears throat> stealing has no excuse. Proverbs 6.30 31 says this, people do not despise a thief if he steals to satisfy his appetite when he is hungry, uh, but if he is caught, he will pay sevenfold. He will give all the goods of his house. You know, I know of a true story of a well-respected friend of mine. Um, actually, it was, my, it, was a, it was a family friend of my dad's, uh, my, my dad and um, and uh, he, he, he was a very wealthy man, and um, he worked in a very successful uh, insurance company, and um, he helped a lot of people, and he helped my dad as well, uh, you know, signing up to, to uh, a really good insurance benefit that he, that he provided for, for my dad and for, you know, for our family. Uh, one day, we found out, it was really sad, we found out that he got caught for doing illegal sales of his company's insurance, uh, giving his friends a, a mate's rate, 
you know, and um, yeah, it was, it was wrong, it was illegal, what he did, and he was caught, and um, obviously he was fired from the company, but even worse, he was sued a large fine, you know, it was so big that um, he had to sell uh, a number of his properties, and I remembered, you know, just how broken he was, he was just, you know, he, he sold all his properties, he sold his car, and even worse, his family relationship was ripped apart. Um, you know, God is very serious about stealing. You see, even if he had well intentions to help people, the bottom line is he stole from his company. And the Bible is so clear. It says, you know, we pay sevenfold. We pay back, you know, for what we've stolen, you know. Number three, um, there is a way out from a life of stealing. There is a way out. Praise God for that. You know, God does want to free us from a life of, of stealing. Uh, I mean, there's, there's, there's consequences for our stealing here in this life, but um, there's, there's more, you know, serious consequences in, in the afterlife, you know, and that's what the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 6, 9 to 10. It says, do you not know that the wicked will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor male prostitutes, nor homosexual offenders, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanderers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And so this is not my standard. This is God's standard. And uh, this is God's truth. And so, yeah, God, you know, it's pretty straightforward of what he's saying here. You know, God's justice will surely catch up to those who will continue to live this lifestyle uh, and, you know, whatever the excuse. But what I love is that when you continue reading through 1 Corinthians in, in verse 11, it says, and that is what some of you were. You know, that is what some of you were. If, if you're a Christian today, God is encouraging you that this is, you have a new identity it's time to live up to the standard of, of actually, you know, walking out God's commandments in our lives. Because you see, when we do that, we become a witness for other people so that they can know Christ. And then it goes on, the Bible says, but you were washed. You know, you were sanctified. You were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. You see, how has God washed us? You know, my encouragement today is that if, if, if you are living a life of, of theft, of stealing, God can wash you of your sins. He can wash away that lifestyle. He can sanctify you. He can set you apart so you don't have to continue living that lifestyle. And the Bible says that he can justify you. So the question is, how does he do that? Um, I love this story, uh, this novel, a famous historical novel written by Victor Hugo, a French author, and he wrote the story called, uh, I want to say it properly, <laughs> Les Miserables. Is that how you say it? Les Miserables. First published in 1862. And so this story is about a young man named Jean Valjean, and the story starts in a time of economical depression in France. And uh, Jean stole bread to help his, to feed his sister's kids. Uh, obviously being arrested for his crimes, um, you know, being sentenced in, in jail and then being released as a parolee, he was known to be an outcast from society. And then the story goes on to 
um, talking about how when being released as a parolee, as a, you know, people know him as a, as a thief, and he comes across a bishop in the middle of the night. Uh, this bishop is called Myril, I think that's how you pronounce it. During, this, during his stay at uh, Bishop Myril's house, Jean Valjean sees a number of uh, silverware in his house. And so obviously coming from a, from a theft background, he steals the silverware. And in his attempt to run away in the middle of the night, the police arrest Jean and takes him back to the bishop's house to return the silver. But you see, the bishop's response to the police was, was strange and was interesting because what he did was he said to the police, um, oh no, um, you know, I was giving this uh, silver to Jean Valjean. Um, he forgot these candles. I'm gonna give, them, I'm gonna give these silver candles to them, to, sorry, to him. And then um, you see, this is such an amazing picture of God's grace, of God's mercy that the bishop showed to Jean Valjean. And uh, when you read through the story, Jean Valjean becomes a repentant man. And his life becomes a 180 turn from a life of theft to an honest and honorable man. You know, this is such an amazing picture of God's redemption for mankind. You know, God, his love. If you would experience true love from God, True love from God is real mercy that comes from Him, real mercy that forgives us, that washes us, that sanctifies us, that justifies us from a life away from a life of sin, a life, away from a life of theft, away from a life of stealing. You know, I love what the Bible says in, in uh, Romans 13, 8 to 10. It says this, Owe no one anything except to love each other. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet. And the other commandments are summed up in this word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. You know, God has forgiven us. God has set us free. He bled and died on the cross God sent his only son to die in your place so that you can walk away from a life of stealing. Maybe today, maybe today God is speaking to you right now. Maybe the Holy Spirit is speaking to your heart, you know, of what I'm sharing to you about stealing. And, uh, and, and, and you have to get right with Jesus today. And my encouragement to you is to repent. Or maybe someone's robbed you. Maybe someone's stolen something so precious to you. Maybe it's your dignity. Maybe it's your trust. Maybe it's your reputation and, and, and you, you're holding some, some real offense and unforgiveness towards that person. You know, just like that bishop, you see that bishop had all rights to, to say to Jean Valjean, look, uh, cops, you know, police, yes, arrest him. He stole my silver. Um, he deserves to go to jail for that. But you see, that's such an amazing picture of God's grace for you and I. You know, God loves us and he wants to forgive us. Uh, it's, it's so amazing. It's a beautiful picture of God's redemption. It's a beautiful picture of, of, of what God wants to do to, you know, redeem us. Uh, let me pray as I, you know, close.